1: Sports Video 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley with the biggest stories of the day. It's the Big Three at Three. Number
2: one.
3: All right, first, number one, we are live here at uh, the Houston Sports Awards. Uh, we always enjoy uh, coming here. It's our third year being able to host uh, our show live at the event, then uh, participate and attend. One of the best nights here in uh, Houston, not just in sports, but uh, any event happening in Houston. The stars come out uh, as usual, and we are live here at the 713 Music Hall. New venue this year, uh, And uh, but uh, the spot looks, uh, looks fantastic. Um, and the, the stage they have set up, it's going to be a great night. Inducting uh, uh, Cynthia Cooper. Lance, uh, Lance Berkman, and uh, Warren Moon into the Hall of Fame, and uh, many, many other awards uh, for events that happened this past year in Houston. So, be a fun, fun day, man, fun night as it always is. Uh, uh, Tyler's coming up; he's already fully dressed. He's going. I'm guessing as soon as he sends off, uh, as soon as he gets done, the magic of radio doing the uh, the best of the week. He's going to get down here, and uh, Courtney, Courtney's going to come out.
1: Oh
2: yeah! Oh, nice. court's coming out. Yeah. Oh, court's get getting out for the night. Have you a good yeah. time? Have you a good time, See if court? I
3: get her, get her liquored up. See if I can we'll get her liquored up tonight. Well, what you need to do is, oh, no, is make
2: sure you stay, you stay where you can drive and and uh, let her have a good time. Don't yeah. be, don't be selfish with it. I yeah. mean, don't, don't, well, don't take all the good time is, for yourself. Well, hold on, get though. Get this is up. this is Ron's event.
3: Now she did just come, duck. She oh, did just come back from Cancun. I mean, great point. Yeah, get wow. hammered, bro. Great
2: point. Yeah. I think she should be your designated driver tonight. <laughs> no, but I, but Let's I party. Want,
3: but I want to get her a little I cannot
2: believe, Courtney, you went to Cancun and left him with all them kids. I cannot believe it. And the dog. And the dog. That's right. And that's that, that nipping-ass right. dog. Yeah. I cannot believe it, Courtney.
3: Well, I am going to Las mm. Vegas here.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was trying to help you out, man. Damn.
3: <laughs> hey, real quick, because this is something you're going to have to deal with. Tyler, of course, you have kids. Um, That you may have to deal with. And some of you out there, fellas, that listen to this, and we will get to it. Hey, man. I know it it annoys my wife, but it really annoys me. Like, when they go out of town or something and you're left with the kids, everybody around you, like the parents, the other people around you, are all concerned like hell about you as if you don't know how to – how to be a parent to your own children. Like you've been Preach. babysitting. Like you're babysitting around here. You know how many times I got called this weekend? Text by my parents and her parents. Hey, how's it going? I think they're being slick like calling the kids. Right, But right. they're really checking to see, hey, what are you doing? My mom, oh, I could have came down this week. Could have came down. Courtney going to have these kids... They've all they all said it. Last week they said, "Boy, we should have stayed down another week." No, y'all should not have. Um, <laughs> as her parents said, "My mom should come down." Courtney's gonna be without these kids all week long and some. While we're in Vegas, nobody has even said, "Hey, you want me to come down here and help you all out? Help you out?" I got it for a weekend. I ain't got to work nothing. Ain't nobody said nothing. But they don't think they think, "Boy, that oh my well, god, Well, Ron's dad,
2: in charge. They need some help. The huh? dad's
3: here." I think it's I think it's a male thing. I, does that not happen with yeah, you, with yeah, Lauren? It's when Lauren goes out of town? Are they overly checking on you to make sure?
2: Well, I, I'll be honest with you. They're, they're already there. They, right. I mean, they would be categorized as overly checking on us both all the time. <laughs> I mean, which which we but we we appreciate it. it we it is greatly appreciated. Um, so whether I'm gone and she's got him by herself, she's got a ton of help. And if she's gone and I got him by myself, which is very rare, I, I have a ton of help. Um, but yes, I, I do. I, mine comes from my wife. Not like it. In other words, like if I'm gone or she's gone, either way, like it's the same. Hey, we're here to help. Hey, we're help. We, we have an unbelievable um, tribe to to, to to help raise these two. We got no question. Yeah. Oh, oh, you it, go. Oh, you to
3: Cancun. Oh, you going to Cancun. Oh, who's helping run? What yeah. do you mean who the hell's helping <laughs> run? <Ryan?
2: laughs> it's my <laughs> mine is my wife. Like my wife tells me, thank thank you for what watching the kids when I'm to the grocery store. Well, they're my kids, too. Like, I didn't – I mean, I, well, I, does, don't, I don't feel well, like does, I did you a favor. Listen,
3: I mean, listen. You, what well, you got? Uh, under two and, and a few months. She just doesn't trust you yet with the kids.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't it, it takes about three years. I don't know that she's ever going to trust me. With yeah, it, about, with it takes two, about two, takes if three If I had a little years. boy, she may trust you, but she's going to think – there ain't no telling. But. Megan's listen, always I, checking I will get, on all I promise Nala. I'll
3: get through this. Tyler, I had to take the kids to swim, <laughs> and they were like, Friday night. Oh, oh he's taking them by himself? <laughs> Look, it's, it's swim. I think swim you should have. Let you should us just know just when them. you get back. What you, how I, many times do you think Cordy takes these kids?
2: <laughs> I think you should have took them down to Galveston and had them about, about nighttime, have them standing on the beach in their gear and go, what, what, We're going?" I thought we were going swimming. Hold oh, on, you're talking on, about God. classes.
3: And from the text line, my mom tries to run down a checklist with me if I'm watching the kids by myself. <laughs> And then and then I end up being doing stupid stuff because I go over the top right, almost right, to prove. Right. Yeah, I I, took I, the I got kids, this. I I'm took okay. Them, I took him out by myself. I took, <laughs> and now I'm just running around. What the hell did I do this? Yeah. just be sitting down there watching. Anyway, apologize to that little but I just what well, that runs me hot. Anyway, shout out to you. So I guess somebody could call in and say, Hey, Courtney, you need a little help. This whole week in <laughs> Vegas, you got to work. I didn't have to work.
2: All right. Yeah, we 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 appreciate the help.
0: Yeah, for the most part, uh,
3: Clint. <laughs> What, what does this mean to you? This is the news of the day. Ben Johnson, he's nixed uh, any head coaching jobs for a second straight year. Like we saw D'Amico do this last year uh, and co- or two years ago and come back and coach with the Niners one more year uh, and then take the job here in Houston, obviously. But Ben Johnson's doing it two years in a row, and all reports were like he's going to go to the commanders. They were waiting on kind of him and his season end. He was going to go to the commanders. The commanders were flying down today to go interview with him and Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, and he has pulled his name out of the hat. Which, Clint, for you, that automatically turns your thoughts to
1: what?
2: Well, uh, that the Texans are back in the potential of losing Bobby Slowick. Um, th- this was my, my number one concern. I wasn't going to rest easy until the Washington commander's job was filled, and, and uh, there, there's it's, it's it, there's too many dots that you can connect. There's too many stars that are aligning in this deal if if the, they were hell-bent on ben johnson it was because he's he's great offensively he's great game plan scheming game design play design he's great with the quarterback well guess what if ben johnson ain't the guy in this year's hiring cycle that's going to check all those boxes bobby slowick is and and so that's that's there you look at the general manager which we mentioned multiple times it came out of the san francisco 49ers system clearly If Bobby's as good as as everybody and and all indications show, uh, then why the hell ain't he chomping at the bit to come get Bobby Sloak if Ben Johnson is off the table? So uh, it's easy for me, man. this is what I was concerned about is the the Washington commanders not hiring who everybody thought they were going to hire, Ben Johnson, and all of a sudden that becomes a potential landing spot for Bobby Sloak and the Texans lose their, their O.C., concerns the hell out of me
3: yeah you were saying that yesterday right you weren't the seattle job wasn't the one that you were really concerned it's this washington one and now that ben johnson's off the table i believe adam peters is his name is the gm he was with the the 49ers in their front office for six for the six years that bobby slowick was there and there is clearly a a uh, a relationship there and and Clint, it's hard to think. All right, hey, man, Ben Johnson was the leader here. Ben Johnson was the leader here. Oh, man, we're going to switch over and go to Aaron Glenn. Or we're going to switch over and go to Mike McDonald, like a defensive minded guy. And usually we see it, boy. They just had a defensive minded coach in Ron Rivera, and their offense was lacking. They went through several coordinators there. That they probably go offensive and young this time around. So that, uh, this this makes it. I, I'll be honest with you. I thought the Bobby Slowick thing was done um, until this. This this. He, I mean, he has to be in the fold now. I mean, oh, it, it has God. to at least be in the conversation.
2: Well, the, the, absolutely, I agree. The, the second thing that comes to mind with this too is is what a what a a monster that Dan Campbell has built. Right, in in Detroit. I mean, it's especially if he ends up with both of his coordinators coming back. I mean, Ben Johnson for the second straight year has turned down a head coaching job that was all but his to come back and and, quote-unquote finish a job in Detroit. And so whatever in the hell Dan Campbell's got going on um, from a roster and and Ben feels like he can be successful with probably to a front office of the way that things built, the way that they treat their coaches and their players – um, clearly, Dan Campbell has something going at special in Detroit.
3: Yeah, he does. A, to turn it down, man, that, that's crazy. It, real quick, I'm going I'm to ask you this. Do you think Ben Johnson at all is flirting with um, Mike Kafka or flirting with uh, the potential of not striking now while his name is as high? you think even next year he is going to be – Talked about as one of the the hot names, he won't put himself in a situation where. All right, you were you were hot. Now next year, maybe we're looking past you. You think he'll still well, be? I mean, look,
2: anything could happen, but I, I think the Detroit Lions are, are much more sustainable. Uh, that the winning in Detroit is much more sustainable than it than it is than it was in New York. I think we all. kind of looked around and thought, boy, what's really going on in New York? They won't pay Saquon. They pay Daniel Jones. Is Daniel Jones really that guy? Um, You know, so, uh, you know, anything could happen, but I I think Ben is probably significantly more stable in Detroit. The the odds are that they're going to go out there and they're going to win 10-plus next year. They're going to be in the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to make a run to the NFC Championship, but they're going to be in the playoffs. His offense has got all kind of weapons. They're going to be a year better in his offense. Yeah, I, I would think that he's on the safer side. Dan Campbell obviously is is, is set in Detroit for a while now. Um I, I would say that, that the the stability in Detroit would would lead Ben Johnson to a pretty comfortable spot to return. Yeah. So uh, I didn't think he would, but I would you know the, the it's pretty stable there in Detroit now. Yeah,
3: we'll see here. Uh and we'll see if we'll hear any names or any name circulating with Bobby Slowy yeah. potentially back uh, back uh, them talking to him again. So that is the latest there. Um, the Washington job seems to be just open now. Open now and no leader in the clubhouse.
4: Big three and three, number two.
3: All right, uh, staying in the NFL, uh, another uh, OC spot is filled. So this uh, this is a spot where Gerard Johnson uh, won't go, and that is, that is Pittsburgh. And uh, they said, Clint, that Mike Tomlin had full decision making power on who he was going to pick as his offensive coordinator as he has before and he and he chose uh, Arthur Smith Arthur Smith who was the fired head coach of the Atlanta Falcons but re- remembering him prior to that he uh, he really got the most out of that Ryan Tannehill Derrick Henry offense in Tennessee that helped them get to an AFC championship game and a number 1 seed Uh, the year after that. So your thoughts on this one, listen, Arthur wasn't great in, in Atlanta as a head coach, but this feels like this is, this is probably Mike Tomlin's last maybe opportunity to hire an offensive coordinator. And if this doesn't work, I'm not sure. We do not be able, he'll be able to do it again. Your thoughts on the Arthur Smith match. Uh, with with him
2: well look I think from the outside looking in it, it seems to be a good fit I mean you know what Pittsburgh's all about running the football downhill playing good defense that's exactly what the Titans with Vrabel and, and Arthur Smith were about with Derrick Henry and company um, and, and they they ran to an AFC championship with it so assuming that that's the plan is is to uh, you know go go find your your uh, maybe you have him maybe I don't think you do but Derrick Henry go find your Derrick Henry. Get back to running the football the way Seattle used to. Hope George Pickens can be an AJ Brown type of player, um, and and you know and and they can remake that magic that Tennessee. I, it, it here's my deal. It, to me, it's Arthur, was that Arthur's was that, was that Arthur
3: or was that Derrick Henry
2: like that's a – Yeah, well, I mean, or was it AJ Brown? I mean, they they, they had they, had, that they had a really good they had a really good one-two punch that was that was special, and and so. Uh, and, and unique in its in its own right. It's
3: it made life so much easier for Tannehill and got you know the best. Yeah, thing.
2: I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm not. I don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill, but for me, man, Mike Tomlin and and he appeared in the organization appeared to reward Deontay Johnson as well as George Pickens after just inexcusable. Quitting on the team and and what they pulled, like just allowing them to go right back out there and hell, George Pickens went back out there and almost went for two hundred yards the next week. Quitting on the team um, and,
3: and then coming out just saying they quit on the
2: yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, I, like I don't know how Mike Tomlin, um, and and the offensive staff in particular, I don't know how you keep guys and hold guys accountable when that's that's what you just put on tape. Like I I don't know how. That's my bigger concern is. Has, does Tomlin still have the ability to hold guys accountable, discipline, and not even just in a, you know, I'm not saying in an old school way of Bill Parcells' discipline, fear for your job, but just to ha- get the respect that a head coach deserves when you got guys doing what Deontay Johnson and what George Pickens did. That's that's tough for me to wrap my. I'll head I'll just around. say,
3: if I'm Mike Tomlin, boy, I got one hire. I got this one. Got to work, This has got to work. The guy who just said, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just not really gonna use, and I'm gonna mismanage Bijan Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I don't know. I mean, maybe it works. You know, I I just don't. Boy, that that ain't that don't probably is not the route that I would have gone. So we'll see what happens there. But Gerard Johnson not going to Pittsburgh as uh, Arthur Smith does.
4: Big three at three. Number three.
3: All right, last night, a big night for the Houston Rockets. Clint, they blow out the Lakers, 135-119. Their two young stars, uh, Jalen Green and uh, Su- uh, Alfie Sangoon. They both go over 30 in this game. Hey, uh, and in guys, this game, I am so happy. It, the Lakers, I mean, they might as well have set somebody down. Uh, LeBron and AD actually did play. I was surprised. Now AD is sitting out tonight, the back half of their, their, their back-to-back in Atlanta. But they both played yesterday. And they steamrolled them. To me, the guy to really watch is Cam Whitmore. He is really coming on, and I mean, he knew LeBron was out here, out there, and he was going to try to dunk on LeBron repeatedly. It almost did, but lost the ball there. Uh, he's really been a surprise uh, coming on late. Maybe not a surprise, but a really welcome sight coming on late. We'll talk to Brandon Scott on our Rockets report tomorrow about him. But he's uh, he had twenty off the bench yesterday. A big win for the Rockets uh, as they're trying to stay afloat in that top ten in the in the West.
2: Yeah, it was a big win. Obviously, a team that they're that they're chasing right now in the Lakers, and so they needed that one. But I, I, I'm going to tell you, Ron. We, I see you put me up against it here Uh, with with this. I mean, you don't want to talk about that soft ass LeBron and all that uh, that that walling around on the floor, just looking for blood and a towel in his hand (laughs) and acting like. We Acting get like his break. nose was broken, I thought it was. I, I mean, good God! <laughs> they caught him flush. I mean, it damn is Dylan a man. it is a tough. He caught him flush. I it, thought he was out. Yeah, it, I, I knew, knew that was soft. coming. Lights was off. I knew that he's was not coming. soft. It's the NBA. I mean, it is awful. He's soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's he's actually soft. a good argument. He's I'm just saying. Every I mean, he's soft. Everybody you, you, in the NBA does. No, I no not to that level. They do. I've watched. Again, you watch more than I Watch they do. But I, I'm going to tell you, I saw some guys take some <laughs> contact last night, some pretty serious contact throughout. They're going to sell a call. I don't know that I saw that. Well, he, no, he didn't more than sell a call. He looked for blood for five minutes. He was minutes. rubbing he did, his head I so mean, hard thought, his hair was coming off. I thought it was blood. I mean, I'm
3: with him. I thought it was blood coming at damn Dylan. He right in the if nose. If you're
2: not watching on YouTube, I mean, right Ron, in the Ron, the is, nose. Ron is smiling. He is not serious I know, not this. The, right soft, in the bridge of the nose. I, I mean, thought it was a, hot butter.
3: I see it coming out of here. Bro.
4: Hot butter. Man,
3: Makes it hard. Really selling call. Makes it very, very difficult And then And he got the one. It's very difficult to watch. Did he get
4: LBJ a helmet or something? He I might be
3: one, man, as, as much – we need to protect him. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, he's almost better. 40 years old, man. You just can't take shots in the face like that. Hey,
2: the other thing, the other thing real quick. Well, I guess you could. The Rockets being up 10 or 12 and the clock ticking under three, and we're taking wild-ass uh, three-point shots with 13 and 15 seconds on the shot clock. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm – i at got you, Fred. Looking at you, Fred i got a problem with it. Fred did it too, but th- this this was Jalen Green and that and, and one of the longer, taller ones. I could I didn't get a good look <laughs> at who it was. the longer,
3: taller ones. I had a nickel for every Jabari time I heard Smith. that.
2: Yeah, you, I think it was Jabari, and, and it was the one 15, where Van, it, it bounced <laughs> off the rim. Somehow Jabari, I mean, uh, somehow Van Vliet has to go out there and save it from out of bounds. He throws it back in, and I'm going, hey, just sit on it. Just sit on it. I'll be damned if Jalen don't throw up a three. I'm just text like, line, what are we doing?
3: Text line, he is the king. Who? All right. Calm down. Who? He a is what? the king. He's
4: so king game. of flopping oh, it's the NBA oh,
3: everything. So, I've watched James out there look like he's been shot don't, dead. don't
2: hey don't put don't put LeBron well that's a good comparison. <laughs> don't don't put don't put LeBron's problem on holding in NBA now. He,
3: I mean go watch it. you if you watch the NBA nightly it would annoy you. I They're, watched damn harshly.
2: I watched damn near an entire game last night. Got a look that little chippy pretty physical. There was one guy that wallowed around on the floor for well, upwards no, of 2 minutes. No
3: one took a shot to the nose except for ah, him. Let's just be honest. Ah. All right. Will Anderson Jr. Uh, He uh, is in line to potentially win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'd say a successful season. He is now, as an alternate mate, the Pro Bowl. How would you grade his season, and what are your realistic now, realistic expectations for Will Anderson Jr.?
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 610 presents live from the Houston Sports Awards at 713 musical. Hall. It's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley.
3: All right, welcome back into the drive. Uh, it is. Uh, it was a great year, uh, I would say, great for the Houston Texans, and a spectacular year when it comes to what the Texans were able to do in the draft. I just don't think you can uh, you can could have dreamt it up any any better, um, including guys that that may be up for awards tonight. Thanks, um, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, yes, yeah, C.J. Stroud is your number one pick, and Will Anderson. Coming up uh, as your third pick, and those guys uh, already in certain publications have been picked as the offensive and defensive rookie of the years. And uh, and when we find out at the NFL Honors, we'll be there next week here in Vegas. We may find out that they uh, they are also won uh, the awards there as well as offensive and defensive rookie of the years. We talked about CJ a bit and and the expectations for him uh next year let's look at will anderson because he is uh he is big time uh in terms of what we need to see from him moving forward like you said man you win defensive rookie of the year you had a great year um last year seven sacks during the regular season added another one in the playoffs really came on fought through an injury late but uh, but really, really good, especially in the second half of the season. Before we do this, seven one three five seven two four six ten people on YouTube and Twitch, you can jump in on this. What would you? How would you grade Will Anderson's rookie year? How would you? You go straight up A because of the potential accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, look...
2: I'd go an A. Look, I, I think when we there, there's a couple of conversations to have about Will Anderson. It's like are, are we, you know, the with the expectations of where he was drafted. You know, come that you're going to get compared to double digit sack guys that did it early in their career that that had that that changed games pretty consistently throughout the year. Okay, let's let's remove that and just talk about you draft, you move up, you draft a guy number three at a position of need, and when you look at what Will Anderson was able to do, it's awfully impressive. I give it an A without a doubt. The only reason it's not an A plus is because he didn't get the double digit sacks. He, he he sat at eight, which I'll attribute to a slow start for a rookie, right? He, I mean, he, it, later in the year, boy, he was an absolute difference maker, and and people didn't. You don't have to go look at PFF to figure to see it, right? It was blatantly obvious. You didn't have to go look at how many how often somebody was double teamed to make excuses before you say, "No, this guy, this kid can play." You don't have to just listen to to the coach say, "Oh man, we're close. We just need to we need to." You know, he's playing the run really well. No, you watch. watch. Watch the game from about mid-year on, and Will Anderson's upside is absolutely tremendous, and there's flashes consistently. Um, Had he got to double digits, I would have had to give him an A+, zero complaints. I I think that's the the harsh reality of playing edge rusher, Ron, is you're playing a position that stats matter. Yep. You're playing a position that it it is going to be very difficult to sit here and convince me that you're one of the top edge rushers in the game when you got mate sacks, right? I mean, if we're going to have that conversation and we're going to put which you because yeah, hope-
3: pass rush win rate is uh, is good, but it it's good when
2: it comes with the well, others. we only talk about that with guys that don't have fourteen. Yeah. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. The only reason that conversation is even necessary is because the stat's not there. And the reality of it is, Will Anderson was drafted in a slot where he's going to be compared to the greatest, and he's playing a position where the comparisons start and stop in terms of being a tier one guy with the double digit sacks, the absolute game changer. Now I think he's coming. I'm more convinced now than I was all year long that Will's going to be one of them dudes. But when it's all said and done, eight sacks just isn't enough for me to say, "Hey, I have zero worries, zero complaints, zero concerns." It's an A for me is about as well as you can do with with the, the, the sack number being eight.
3: Guy Ray on uh, on YouTube, uh, Twitch said, uh, "High B, low A." Fair. Tyler, you were you at Will Anderson? Uh, how would you grade his year? Um. um yeah, I don't. I don't see anything wrong with a solid A. Uh, obviously, not an A plus. I mean, he didn't even play in every game that he could have. But solid year indeed, and I'm excited about the future. So I'd go A. Yeah, I'd give him a B plus. Someone on the text line. Yeah, I mean, I. You know, I just. I mean, you win defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I think. I think A is B plus. A is fair. I'd probably lean A when you start to get some hardware. Uh, but um, it. it I will give him this, it did seem like potentially he figured something out and maybe the coaching staff figured something out. I I do I do hope for next year and, and, and at some point we can get through what we what we see there. I I expected to see him moved around more. I expected to potentially Agreed. see them do more Agreed. things with him. And and so I don't want to just put it on him. I do hope moving forward we de- we do see movement around from him, Because I would say, I don't know what the percentage is, but it felt like the vast majority of the time he was sitting there, you know, uh, uh, over the right tackle. Yeah. And it seemed like that's where it came from. It right. didn't see him a lot inside or anything like well,
2: that. Well, there, there is a, a Jadavion Clowney level of violence to his game um, that, that I, I will um, – I hate when people use it as a crutch – and 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 use the double team and the win rates and all that as a crutch but but at the end of the day there there is a tremendous amount of value in the violence that will anderson plays the run with and and if we're just talking about will in a nutshell and 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 what he brings to the table the value the grade if you will there's there's no way to not not take that into strong consideration because it is awfully awfully impressive now here's the thing you know if 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 Jadavian Clowney could bend and get around the edge and, and be the pass rusher that yeah. everybody thought he, he had the potential to be, then he wouldn't be floating all what? over the, the league with one-year deals. Um, so it's, there's got to be more to it than that. I I, I, think, Will's, I think Will's coming.
3: Well, to your point, with Will, we saw in midseason his pass rush ability and, and ability to get home really improve just from one half of the year to the next and you know ain't nobody going to outwork Will. Yeah. So it, that was a big thing to see him show that he can he sure. can get better. Yeah. And now you got, comp- you should have a high level of confidence that next year, yeah. you know, he'll take another step if he took one in the middle of the yeah, year. Yeah,
2: I, I agree. Ron, I think there's two things with Will that, that are awfully encouraging to, to build off of this year, right, is you mentioned one of them. Without a doubt, this is a guy that you can move and put over center guard type situations – Um, in big moments, and I I think he's going to absolutely, I mean, wreck shop, right? Um, Also, he's a guy, too, that if you watch him play, I mean, he is, I mean, very, I'm going to use this term, he's underdeveloped from a toolbox standpoint. Like, his toolbox is nowhere near where it's going to be in a year. Nowhere near where it's going to be in two years. And so, we're just talking about a guy that had a hell of a year, and there's still so much room to yeah. grow, both schematically and physically, from a skill set, from a tangible skill set perspective, that man, you, you, the sky's the limit with this dude.
3: Yeah. All right, coming up, something that's really starting to really move from just annoying me from the weekend, but really starting to piss me off.
4: Um, we'll discuss that coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio
1: 610 presents live from the Houston Sports Awards at 713 Musical. It's The Drive with Sterner and Hugh Clay. That's
3: right, The Drive, as we are back and Roland. Here live from the
2: Houston Sports Awards should be a really –
3: did you break something?
2: Nah, man, that was a little something I was scratching my lottery ticket with, man.
3: (laughs) I was about to say, I I I saw a piece. I was going to say Aaron's about to lose his mind. you break something?
2: Disappointed in myself, man bought another lottery ticket. You buy lottery tickets every now every now and again and it's I not can't it ain't, that one. I ain't buying the 2 dollar ones either. But but I, <laughs> I, I I bought one. I bought one and I and I won some money and I thought, well, you know, instead of just pocketing the money, I said, "Well, hell, yeah, let me throw 10 more in there and get Why me die? two. Go let the let big. me let me double down. See if I can't win the big one. I didn't buy that ticket to win 50 bucks. All right. Well, needless to say them two I bought offers. You lost that, didn't you? Offers, man. You lost that, didn't you? didn't yeah. win, didn't win a damn lick. Not a lick.
3: Yeah, I mean, it happens
2: sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man.
3: Mm-hmm. That's all right. That's all you do, man. That's all right. But uh, you're here, though. You're here, and uh, and it's all good. You are gonna go back? What's it up to now?
2: What is what? The lottery.
3: What? What is it? Because I'm. Oh, I, to-
2: I very rarely do. I'm. I'm just talking about tickets. Oh, talk scratch you're off too. Oh, you're talking scratch. off You're talking about the big boy. I thought you were talking very rarely. I got. I got a, my neighbor. My, my neighbor G. He plays that quite a bit. And every now and then, when we're hanging out, maybe having a cold beer or two, before, you know, watching the Astros or whatever, he'll say, "Hey, man, you might want to get some lottery tickets tomorrow." And yeah, that numbers high because yeah, that okay. numbers up there. So, all right, well, I slide, I on down there, and um, it's yet to pay off, boys. Yet Woo! to pay off.
3: Love that money.
2: Yeah, I, I have bought. a lottery. I'm no quitter, though. I can't. I, I don't. I probably haven't
3: bought a lottery ticket 10, 15 years.
2: That's not hard to believe. You still ain't paid me my you're, you're the debt. Hell, I mean, the lottery, Texas lottery makes you pay up front. I promise you. Vegas, you got it. I, I, I can giving, bank on that 100 Bank on it. Bank on it. Is it one or two? I, I'll probably give you – it's one, but i give you some interest. Oh, you, well, yeah. You say that in response to is it one or two hundred. What are you going to give me? You well, it was you two, interest? but then
3: you, bet, you made a stupid bet yeah, to, I did. To, to, to drop I
2: did. it. Uh, I, did, I, I figured I might as well. The odds of me getting that hundred <laughs> were slim to none, so I might as well, to might as well it, try, get to get try to win. Let's yeah. just
3: get two birds with one stone, Ron. Just give me that
2: 100 that Clint owes me. And now we're all square. No,
3: I'm going I'm to let, let Clint decide this where, he, where he went. I can't
2: wait until I win something. I I'm just
3: trying wait. to be efficient.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. I'm just trying to be efficient. I mean, this cat had $1,100 of mine for every bit of a week and a half, maybe even two. And, of and that's the a high day top. my bookie didn't, didn't paid out. Up, didn't bring it up one time.
3: And the day paid out, you got we- it. We, well, really, we really got to get better about this. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, I'm clearly the worst. <laughs> Clint, you withheld you withheld those drinks well, for a I, long
2: time, didn't you? <laughs> well, no, I paid up since then. I, this is another another my my, no, I'm uh, my about parlay time, this weekend didn't hit, Chief. I
3: At mean, what time you had? I felt like you were supposed to get Tyler some drinks or something. Oh, I know a, a bottle of something. Some yeah. bottle of something. We yeah. carried that. that, that I bought Tyler any. a
2: couple of bottles. I ah, lost well. a couple of those. Those were straight up best when him, me and him though. These are ones where I'm parlaying and my parlay didn't hit, Chief. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's a that's a rough one. Yeah, I,
2: I, and fumbles, I get you. And fumbles and fumbles and interceptions in that damn you. in that damn uh, AFC Championship game really got Oh, me. did it? Mm-hmm. Did it? Oh, and, and hey, that, that late touchdown against Detroit would have absolutely been the killer,
3: Tyler. Uh, but it was but, already gone. By the way, Tyler, in that game, and I do want to get to to that game because something is bugging me, Tyler. You know this and, and love this a lot. You know uh, the over under for yards for Mahomes was two thirty nine. Point five, two thirty nine and a half, okay. in that game, and then the the final play that really ended the game was the thirty two yard pass to uh, to MVS. Mm-hmm. He got to two forty one on that throw. That's like <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is good, ain't they? I was listening to people who took the over on it because I was this guy was like, "Hey, man." The, that game started. Hell, he was ten for ten. They're marching up and oh, down the rolling. field, and he's yeah. like, "I don't even have to think about yeah. this." And then nothing happened, and nothing at all happened. And the next thing you know, bam! He's like, "I need, I need this. Please catch it, catch it." And it, it was a thirty. It's crazy
2: 10-0. how good Vegas is, man. It, it is absolutely crazy how yeah, good Vegas yeah, is. It, it is, it is.
3: But, uh, but no, I do. I, there, there was something out of that game clint that that really uh, annoyed me and has been annoying me that it is even a conversation and that is the zay flowers taunting film that he got yeah now I'm, i've i've heard a lot of people now i know there are some people and i just as you would say wholeheartedly disagree with me and brandon scott we've gotten into this about uh there just brandon just believes there shouldn't be any taunting ain't nobody in here acting like no bitches i know it there just shouldn't be any taunting Right now, I think there are, and he's not alone. I think there are people who share that people had real issues with that being called and how much it was an issue. Here, here was uh, Jim uh, Jim Nance, my buddy, and uh, and Tony Romo, kind of their reaction to that huge Taunting call. If you remember th- this ball, they're inside the ten, I think, and uh, it's a fifteen yard penalty because Zay Flowers got hit with a flag for Taunting. This was their reaction to it.
2: You see right there, oh, oh, the ball, the ball right there. Well, it's all of this.
4: It's, it's everything. It's the ball that's standing over his opponent.
3: Yeah, that, 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 that's them. And, and people are complaining about this, like, guys, come on. And this is a no, no Homer thing. I know many people are kidding. No, it's not a Homer thing. Like, you, first off, taunting should be a rule. Because if you're in the – if we're talking about the – and you've been there, uh, obviously, much closer than any of us have been there, Clint. But you can't just – if we're going to have the ability for you to push a guy down, spin a ball in his face, stand over and flex over him, if you can just do that with no – like, we're going to have fights all over this place.
4: Didn't have a protractor
0: uh, it, it,
3: It's going to – like, that's going to pop off something if you just allowed to be able to do- – that's different than talking trash or anything like that. If you just say, all right, man, no rules, man. Y- you get to react and do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You can stand over and, 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 and do do the DX symbol while the guy's on the ground on them. None of it's going to be t- – It's going to be fights
2: all over the place. Well, I don't – I mean, look, I, I don't even think it, it needs to be extreme. I, I don't think there's any place for it in the game. I, I think it's it's a it's a crying ass shame that that the first thing you do when you go make a great play is stand up and go look somebody up and talk trash, or stand over them or push the ball at them. Now, look, I understand there there are there are obviously exceptions I'm good with to emotions the rule. And if stuff if like somebody, that. but if somebody comes up and hits me and I feel like they hit me late or what it was cheap and I pop them with the throw the ball at them or something, okay. That's a different deal, but but I mean when you're when you make a big play, whether it's a touchdown or anything like that, and your first response is to get up and, and rub it in your opponent's face as if beating them wasn't enough. To, in my opinion, I absolutely hate it. I, I wish they would. I wish they would crack down more. On the taunting stuff, if we're being completely honest, the getting up and and pointing first down while you're standing over a guy after you got an eight yard gain—I mean, all the celebrations. I'm here for celebrating, but all—it's just gone to a to a, now, a crazy level.
3: Now, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. My high school career, did I get a couple of penalties for for over celebration? <laughs> I am on some, shocked. On some sacks, <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I have some tackles. Yeah, I, I, I was a, I would. I was a taunting. You get me in a, a, a good spades game, I'm going to taunt and talk as much. You're going to be tired of me, right? If you play beer pong with me, i probably taunt you. I probably do. So I, I understand it. I, hell, i do it. I'd probably get flagged. But to, for the fault of, first off, to be mad that the officials called them. Don't be mad at the official Be, a mad, at, be mad at Zay Flowers. You can't push a guy down. Spin the ball in front of him. Yeah. Stand over and flex, and then think, "All right, man, this is AFC Championship game they ain't gonna call it." Like, and then the people that say, "Oh well, Kelsey was do-. talking, talking trash." Uh, two people talking trash is a bit different than push him down, spin the ball in his face, stand over him and flex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, 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 I mean, that's a that's a bit that's a that's a bit. Different in the two in the two things, but to think that like oh man, we should not there shouldn't be taunting. Like you know why there should be taunting, you know exactly why there should be. They would be hauling off and fight, fighting all game is, long. Is this
2: something B Scott doesn't? B Scott's okay with taunting. It's not, oh, he doesn't even believe it should be taunting.
3: And I think there are like like it, it shouldn't be a rule. I, I, like you should just just be able to do it. And I, and and he's not alone. There are people. There are people who are really upset that this was called like I've seen I've seen conversations it's
2: the most selfish thing a player can do it's the most selfish thing after after you score and you have success and you make a great play and I you're know, productive the most selfish thing to do is stand up and then feel the need to rub it in your in your opponent's face in a way that I'm selfish. in a way that's over the top well sure you are hell we've talked about this <laughs> I mean yeah it, it, absolutely i mean that, to me that's, that's but, uh, I,
3: but i understand i understand why, why it's called i get it yeah, i hate it like, like come on man you can't just sit there. like yeah he should be able to do that or it's the AFC championship nah, game oh nah, no, nah, man nah. we you... can't
2: we can't do that we can't allow that man i, I hate it yeah I hate because here's the deal if you're gonna allow that then i can, then if i'm on the ground and you're standing over me i can kick the hell out of you right i, yeah, I, right. I, I, can, I, I can get you i can get you right, right that's
3: what i right would do right between
2: no legs and, and and leg lift your ass up off the ground like, uh, th- th- and we're gonna all be good with it, th- right? Yeah, see, like, nice. yeah,
3: you can't. Like, and that we be- all
2: know that ain't gonna fly. No,
3: that yeah. would happen. That would happen repeatedly if you did. talking trash. Yeah, kick him right there because I, I would. I showed enough. I would not I didn't. I, I think they ass. should
2: be more stern about it because you I think look, so. Yeah, because sure, here's you the You would like
3: some of the stuff you, Kelsey was doing. You would have called. Well, yeah, Well, I mean,
2: I, I don't remember Kelsey doing he anything. Was ta- ta- I was, he was just I really, know he was talking trash. There's a big difference between talking trash and taunting. Yeah. Like there's a big there's a big difference in 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 being in my face and 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 sh- push point like again I I'm, and I know I'm extreme, but the whole first down thing and getting up and while you're standing over the guy or standing right and like literally you shoot the, the, the first down signal right over a guy's head or right over a guy's shoulder like to me, if that guy pushes you or that guy hits you back, he's the one that's going to get the flag. No, this fool is the one that started it. <laughs> but
3: it, but is there some to like Reggie Miller? Like, like that whole thing, like getting in your opponent's head out there, like i mean, I know there's a line. I, I think we we all agree. But you know what I mean? There's there's yeah, some yeah, gamesmanship there. But like you said, getting in but getting an opponent's head and talking and, and talking trash or something, that like that that's to me different. Yeah. Like ta- like taunting like going out of your way and making it uh oh, a physical, almost a physical thing, or they're doing something towards the player. Like, you you stand over somebody, that's like a manhood thing. Agreed. Right, and it, we, we, we could get up and, and, and fight. Or Agreed. something like that. Like Iverson Or you go and up Ty and just Lue. stone cold somebody and just, as Clint would say, double rod somebody. Like, to me, that's tonic We should let that go then.
2: Well, you just, that's the key, though. You let, you let this little bit go here and this little bit go here, and then all of a sudden it explodes and, and it's a problem. Like, just don't let it go from the jump. Just get the ball to the referee. Get your ass to the sideline. Find your teammates. Do it if you want to. If you want to flex, go flex to the crowd. Whatever. Just, I mean, it just. I ain't got no use for you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Ma. I'm with you on that yeah, one. Yeah.
3: All right, what you got coming up at the four?
2: Well, what I've been afraid of is Bobby Slowick situation. Some folks thought it was coming to an end with all the jobs except for two being filled. Problem is one of them still wide open and there's some strong connections and the top candidates out y'all i'm gonna tell you who that is and we'll discuss also a couple things late in the season became became i mean blatantly obvious that the texans got to make big time moves i'll tell you what that was it spurred the decision or the thought and i'll tell you what moves got to be made we'll do that next
0: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com.